0: Welcome to The Drop, a podcast about NFTs. Enjoy today's show. What is up, VV fam? We are here with The Drop podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Jackie Moon. It's an exciting time in the VV market right now, in our opinion, because of the all the market sentiment that has happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, and we're going to talk about that today. Jackie, how are you?
1: Doing great. Um, you know, third time's a charm. Here's our third episode. Looking forward to, yeah, diving into some of this stuff. Like you said, Ryan, uh, market sentiment and just, you know, overall positivity is it's climbing, right? It was down in the slumps there for a little bit, but it's great to see some of those green trucks out there. Um, like you said, we're going to dive into some of the actions VV has recently taken to squash the, the bots, squash some of the FUD and just where we think things are headed.
0: I also want to say thank you to everybody that watched the last couple of episodes, uh, especially our premiere. So we've been planning this for some time, and we really are very thankful to the community who does tune into this and supports us, and we just we love this community we love getting to know the people in it we love learning from the people in it and we love obviously opening our vv app on a daily basis multiple times in order to check what's going on in the market definitely i know my phone's always on the charger because
1: i am just draining that battery checking the marketplace checking upcoming drops right just just looking for some of those special mint numbers and uh yeah just seeing where where things are headed and you know
0: looking at my newsfeed on a regular basis I will admit too that I am one of those people that does FOMO sometimes. Like I recently just went for the Coca-Cola drop, even though I knew that my chances were limited of getting the ultra rare, which was the only one that was going to be above market price. Mm-hmm. But I still went for it just because I was like, "Oh, what if?" You know. So right. I FOMOed into it, but nonetheless, we'll talk about kind of the dynamics of it and why I think it actually is an important drop. Um, later on in this episode. But for now, we're going to talk about the VV market sentiment based on some of the big issues specifically around bots that have been kind of suppressed over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I
1: think um, VV acted swiftly on this case, right? It's definitely been a problem for a while where I think they were dragging it out and, in my opinion, um, kind of downplaying the problem as a whole. They acknowledged it, but, you know, kept saying, oh, only, you know, 1%, 2% of drops are going to bots when we all knew that was not the case based on some of these sell walls we are seeing in marketplace, right? And just the entire web of accounts and bots you know transferring them from one count to another you know working their way back up the chain it it definitely was severely impacting the marketplace and um you know the number of users that we've heard
0: of was definitely inflated because of the you know a lot of those accounts being bots yeah so that was one of the really interesting things that kind of happened right and one of the one of the big events that took place to kind of make this all come to light was when that one person came into one of the twitter spaces right j jc shout out
1: jc for finally you know lighting a fuse under vivian and you know hey you know as much as i hate bots it it was good to have him up there in spaces, right? Because Vivi was listening, you know, some of the people um, on the team and some of the OGs within the space, they were taking notes and just keeping them talking, you know, as much as I hated giving him the spotlight because I was just cringing and gritting my teeth. And I was like, why are we giving this guy the time of day? It actually did lead, lead to some productivity and, and some action.
0: And I was gonna to say too, like more than thanking him, which is good that he was up there, he was kind of a jerk in a way. Yeah. Um, and kind of was not being being serious about it at yeah, all. He yeah. kind of looked He was a joke. Yeah. But bigger thanking the people who took that information and made it practical for the community to yep. inherently discover what was actually happening, right? Like naked whale, yeah. um, Pyromaniac is mm-hmm. that, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, Kelo K. Like these guys went all in on really exposing the truth about the cell walls that these bots were creating and how many people were actually landing the drop that weren't collectors or weren't in the VV app for the right reasons.
1: Yeah. They exposed all of that. Oh, big time, right? They they analyzed it, dissected it, and then studied it. And from what we were told, they they ran it up the flagpole, right, and, and took it directly to VV. And we immediately you know, heard some news from Vivi
0: about the the actions that they were taking accordingly. So just to give our audience really quickly a rundown of what are the actions that they took after all that came out?
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest one um, that had an immediate impact was just freezing any and all transfers of collectibles and gems, right? Because that's how these bots were generating their money, right? And kind of Beating the system with within the loopholes, they had these webs of accounts where they were having all of their sub accounts hit the drops, transfer them. You know, sometimes upwards of two, three hundred times. Right? No normal person has two, three hundred accounts where the same collectible is just getting basically laundered. Through all of these other fraudulent accounts, um, until those gems are eventually, you know, sold to the main account, and then what they they're selling them more or less on the black market um, of a marketplace and not within the actual marketplace. You know, at those significant discounts that we are seeing, you know, point three, point four, point you know, sub sub 0.5 per gem, where each gem is equal to one dollar.
0: And you think about it, right? So if somebody goes outside the app, they buy gems at thirty percent of the dollar right so they're buying it at 30 cents as opposed to a dollar like mm-hmm. the rest of us who are trying to do it right they come into the app they hit a drop it's a let's say it's a low mint a rare version yep they're going to sell it on the marketplace significantly under the floor price because not only did they buy in very low but they got a good rarity on the drop and so they they they're going to make profit selling way below the floor that's already there and so they're doing this over and over and over and over, and it's actually manipulating the true prices of the collectibles. Yep, exactly, Ryan. And so,
1: some, some in some of the cases here, right, the gems they were buying they weren't even paying for in the first place because of you know different credit car, credit card frauds and you know just different avenues they were
0: taking again to just manipulate the market as a whole. And that's one of the things too that is very important. Just to mention quickly is that's one of the reasons why I think MTL is gonna take a little bit longer than we probably expect because now they need to come up with, whether it's algorithms or manpower to come in and actually vet all these fraudulent gems gems that came into the app. And it's gonna take time to audit all that out to make sure that people can't cash out black market gems. right? That's a big deal if that were to happen. So they have to be very careful right now when they do implement that that uh, mtl because if they don't get ahead of that they could be setting themselves up for some serious litigation down the road exactly and in the
1: most recent ama right they touched on that mtl is one of the priorities here for quarter two so they still didn't give any specific dates which i'm okay with because i'd rather see them um over deliver and under promise that's but, correct but sorry <laughs> i was there for, i was like uh, wait, might, might i might have flip-flopped that, right? it a little bit but um right yeah because it's I, I think we've seen that air time and time again in some instances as they continue to grow and, and learn and um, fine-tune their craft but yeah again I'd rather see them be a little bit more vague um, as, as they have been recently rather than giving these specific deadlines as to when they plan to deliver and then missing those deadlines because it, it just are, the users lose confidence right you know the, the community starts losing confidence in the team so again I, I think I'd rather much rather see them um, you know do it right the first time. Rather than just throwing a band-aid on, on a gaping wound.
0: Yeah, it's a great way to put it too. And I want to segue into so we had this bot issue. It got exposed for what it really was to the community. Thank you to all the influencers out here who told us the truth. Yeah. Right. No no bad blood with Vivi. I understand they have a lot on their plate. I wish they would have been a little bit more transparent because I do think they kinda understood the mm-hmm. the magnitude of what this was. Yeah, there there were some skeletons in the closet, but that's right. okay. We're we're moving forward now. But but it's also a testimony to how important influencers are in a community, right? Like we sometimes uh, say influencers are just pumping their bags or or whatever you know they're a moon boy whatever it is right but we saw the fruit of an influencer in that whole situation because they told us the truth yeah. and that is why you need them in the community
1: and they're on the front lines right they're active users within the app so they they see everything that's going on and some of them are extremely intelligent right whether they're in programming or you know a marketing background they 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 do add a lot of value at the end of the day especially for a new team right that's still learning as as they're going here and kind. And, uh developing that roadmap, um, so I, I think they have added a lot of value and just provided great feedback. Because you know, even um, even if, if they're critical at times, it's it's very important for them to uh, at least you know vo- voice their concerns and their opinions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and like we say on here, like we don't want to be an echo chamber. You know, right. it's v v v v v v, yeah. which were fans, but at the same time, you have to hold them accountable to some of the things, deadlines, timelines, failures that are produced through this project because that's what creates healthy accountability. And so that's a really important thing. On top of that, right, to segue into the next topic, from this bot issue, we saw all this fruit because we saw live updates. I was following Kay and some other people, and they were actually posting the cell walls were kind of diminishing, and you're seeing more icons of real people. Do we know if those are real people? We don't, but at least it's a little bit more in the right direction of, that could be a real person
1: it seems better at least right from from an optics point of view right from the outside looking in it it does look a lot better
0: Right, and so when you first glance at those floors and you see a bunch of real icons there, real people, you're excited because it's like, yes, finally, real people are getting these drops. Real collectors, real people that are passionate about the IPs, like they're gonna value these things and not just try to sell it for a little bit of profit and completely manipulate the prices. So that gets everybody excited. Yep, and I know within like our
1: our friend groups, right, our, our chat groups, whether those are on Twitter or just text, you know, we're. We're like, oh wow, green truck hit a drop here. You know, I hit two of the comics today, and I was ecstatic about that. And a couple of the other ones this week. I know you hit an extremely low mint, which I was very jealous of because that's the lowest mint between either of us so far.
0: Yeah, I know you have what like a ninety-one Black Panther F- comic, fifty-seven Black Panther. So F- you beat
1: me by a couple.
0: And we are joking. Whenever uh, Jack actually hit that, I was like, you should put that on the market for ten thousand dollars <laughs> or something. I think it's listed for a hundred thousand right now, in case anyone's interested. So like in a it. quick flex from Jack, but. I hit the Kenneth Rocafort. Is that how you say his name? I think he's actually the same artist who sculpted Superman. Yeah. You're which right. is kind of cool because um, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know if that brings it more value, but it's cool that that artist also created the Superman yeah. sculpture. And that's the only one we have on there. You
1: need app. a Superman now. Yeah.
0: So it does actually make me kind of want to hold it longer, especially since I guess it was a 51 mint. I don't know how valuable that's gonna become over time. I'm hoping it does, but I will say I threw it out um, on the marketplace a couple of times just to try to get some liquidity. For like, I first launched it at 800, then I did 750, then I did 600, but I wasn't willing to go any lower than that. I'm kinda thankful nobody picked it up Mm -hmm. because it is a really cool statue. Yeah, And like, so, Go, before we talk about the black and white Batman drop, which I want to get into, I want to talk about real quickly the sentiment of the market because of the way the bot issues has been handled yep. and the ways in which Vivi has proven to us, hey, they're taking this serious. So like you just touched upon it. We're seeing tons of green trucks in the feed now. I go on my Twitter after a drop and there's all the people that I follow are hitting drops. not just time. Not just one. Not just one. They're hitting two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've seen like nine, 12, 15. And some of the OGs that were in the app before said that's what it was like early on in the app. Was The buy now would be open and you would be able to stack some of these on the drop yeah. at retail price, which is so cool that that's actually kind of coming back in the VV platform because of the way VV's attacking the bot issue.
1: Right, yeah, it's interesting to see this cycle, right? How we had the, you know, very beginning again with OGs being able to stack and buy numerous and sometimes they weren't even selling out, right? And then we saw the rise with the bots and everything and during that rise, so I came into VV around end of November, early December 2021 between that point and I'd say January of 2022 even February 2022, I hit two drops. And I was going for a lot of them. Not not many of the comics, but a lot of the 3D collectibles. I was going for those drops. I only hit two of them, right? And now this week, I think I've hit four, at least four. Um, a- Every drop I've gone for this week, I've hit. That's exciting. That is substantial news. That's important. It's renewed and- energy in the app, renewed excitement, right? That adrenaline rush, just feeling that chance that, you know, you have a chance of success, right? It, it keeps you coming back for more and it keeps you hungry. And then it, it the positivity is high, right? Cause you're telling your friends, you're like, hey, you actually have a chance in this app, right? It, it's not manipulated. It's not fixed. Bots aren't, you know, controlling everything. And I think we're going to see a lot of new money coming in because of that reason, especially as some
0: of these really cool IPs continue to be released. Well, and you think about it, right? So like that's The big thing, and that's one of the reasons why we called the podcast The Drop, right? It is this central focus point of what VV really is. Like Everybody gets hyped about the next drop. It's the core. Yeah, and when you actually feel in your heart like, hey, I can actually hit this. If I hit a low mint of a really popular item like that could be worth a lot of money one day that could potentially change my life like mm-hmm. that's exciting for people right and they want a part of that and the more and more you see people actually hitting drops whether it's multiples or a really low rarity or really low mint like i did like it makes you invest more money into the app for the next drop and the one of the great reasons for that or one of the great outcomes of that is going to be new money in the app yep And let's assume for a second, if somebody does hit a secret rare, right, on a $60 retail price, they hit the secret rare, they flip it in the markets for, say, $1,000. Now they've just gained $1,000 of liquidity to put into other items they might be passionate about. And what is that going to do to the floors of those other items? Yeah, it's going to start going up right and so you're gonna see a practical shift in the way the market's gonna move based on people regaining hope in the system
1: yeah i know i've been putting new fiat in right for the first time in probably 30 days um this week i hit the right take me out to the ball game stamp by you united, united states postal service was pretty excited about that um i hit my ultra rare moon night which i was really excited for i think they did a great job with the artwork there again you know there were some concerns after electra kind of you know be, being the laughing stock of one of the more recent uh marvel drops as to you know hey what happened to the artwork here but i, I think that was completely busted after we've seen some of the most recent drops um, what else did i hit then um oh the grandpa batman from the black and white series six really excited about that and decently low mint not a number 52 but i believe it was um 318 so did you sell that on the secondary you know something similar to you ryan i listed it for sale retracted it listed it again (laughs) retracted it listed it because i wanted to buy a spider-man um retracted it again and then i ended up putting more fiat in just to buy uh Spider-Man, right, from from the very first appearance of him. Um, So it's, yeah, like you said, market sentiment is is at an all-time high right now.
0: And that's a huge testimony. That's just you, right? Right. Like you didn't put money into the app because you're a little bit skeptical with everything that was going on. You start to see, wow, there's a change. There's a shift Mm -hmm. that I can Mm -hmm. actually hit a drop and maybe get something that's really valuable. I'm going to put some more money into this app. And that's an extremely important thing and topic to consider now with moving forward in Vivi. Are we going to see a moonshot here in the next couple months? Probably not. Until KYC, until MTL, until there's maybe OMI to NFT, I think that will be kind of when the next big pump comes. But for now, I do think you're going to see either these collectibles stay relatively close to where they're at, or even fluctuate in a higher range, maybe 10 10% or something.
1: Yep, and I mean, today's April 11th, right? So keep that in mind. Fingers crossed. I know there's a lot of hope around another Star Wars drop, right? And I think the new investors, the new collectors that that would bring into the app, the new money for, you know, May 4th, may the the force be with you. So fingers crossed, because I know everyone would love to see, right? Yoda, Obi-Wan, Darth Maul is one of my favorites. Oh, we already have R two. R two, right? But you
0: know, there are some big names out there that you know people are excited for. I think that's a good a good point too. I think there's a lot of um, since we already have Star Wars in the app in the form of Golden Moments, mm-hmm. they clearly have that a good uh, kind of relationship with that licensee, Obviously, Disney and. They're probably coordinating something around that. I think Disney also sees it as an opportunity to make a lot of money. Right. So why wouldn't they, right? Yeah. The other thing that I wanted to touch upon was just some of these recent drops that have come out, right? So the big one I want to focus on is the black and white Batman Series 6. I absolutely love this collection of collectibles. I've only been in the app since October. When I came in, I looked through the whole black and white series of Batmans, even the Harley Quinns, too. Yeah. And I absolutely love the first series, but I wasn't crazy about all the other ones. And maybe I just don't have enough education on the actual significance of this collection. But based on this last series that came out, this one just recently, I'm like blown away at the quality At the looks, the poses themselves are so true to who Batman is, right? Right. That common and uncommon pose are amazing. Um, I just love the whole dynamic of that set. And I obviously completed it because I was passionate about it. And I I think it's going to do well in the future. They don't have F.A. or F.E. tags. But one of the things I was thinking about with the black and white series Batman is people love Batman. It is like the premier
1: comic book character right yep big time and i feel like it it just never goes out of style right even with all the new movies new characters new actors coming out and similar to what you were saying ryan with the series one right you had the fa tags right that holds significant value and just being the very first on the app in general too um and I also echo echo your opinions with some of the other series, right? Like so two through five, there are a couple of diamonds in the rough, right? You still had some FAs with Penguin, Robin, um, Joker, Harley Quinn. So there were some good ones, but other ones, in my opinion, really do just kind of get lost in the shuffle and, and didn't really gravitate towards me. But season six with the details, very significant. Um, and the fact that it's Warner Brothers, right? That's kind of a gray area where we don't know exactly, you know, what, what other details um, are going to come with
0: that. Yeah. What does that mean? Right. Like Warner brothers owns DC and they put the Warner brothers tag on this one specifically instead of DC direct. So I wonder in my head, like, what does that mean? There, there's a little bit of an Easter egg there in my opinion. I hope so. Not to mention they just changed the DC uh, market sell percentage fee. Yeah. The fee structuring. From 2.5% to 8.5%. Now, when I look at that, I'm thinking to myself, DC or Warner Brothers recognizes the value in what's happening and they want a bigger piece of the pie yeah they, they've seen the success rates right they've seen
1: um you know i'm sure people tagging them constantly on VV or tagging them and VV on um twitter right and you know I, this is just speculation whether they took the app seriously or not you know to begin with but two and a half percent in the grand scheme of things for such a big ip and a big license you know compared to where disney was at right with eight and a half percent maybe they weren't taking it as serious early on, but it it definitely has their full attention now, right? And I think they're seeing the potential and the value moving forward. And
0: like you said, they they want their fair share of the pie. And I think it's very cool too that, that, so that common Jim Lee, is it Jim Lee? The Jim Lee statue? And I think that's in- There's a real life statue. Yeah, that's the one they put outside the DC studio, right? So I think because it has iconic value in the real world like that, why did they choose that statue? I think, and one of the things that I talked about with this statue specific, specifically was that it was just felt like the core of who Batman was. Like, he stands for justice, right? Mm-hmm. He stands for, he's a detective. He's very intelligent. He doesn't have any, like, really rare superpowers. He's just very smart, and he's a very humble, genuine person, and he stands for justice. And, like, when I... Picture that and what that represents, I see that Batman. And that's why I think that this whole set gets me really excited because the other thing too, right? If I try to complete that first series black and white Batman set, oh, good luck. You got to spend 20 grand, right? But to complete this one, you spend around four or 500. That's a huge difference in the ability to get in on a premiere set in this app because five years, 10 years down the road, black and white batman all of them you know how many people have the whole entire collection probably pretty few right but the thing is is those people are going to come into the vv app and they're going to want all of them and they're going to pay premium prices to make those get those collectibles in their vault
1: yeah especially once we get that Omi to nft right whenever it's much easier for them to to start buying these rather than just depositing the uh the fiat and um very excited too, right? For like globalization, localization, because the ultra rare that I landed um, by the artist grandpa, um, Brazilian artist, right? So once we get South America involved, you know, with the different languages and everything, fingers crossed, right? Not financial advice, but I'm, I'm just hoping that um, you know, that market kind of gravitates to that
0: collectible. And I I, I hope to see the the, the floor on that um, collectible start to rise. Yeah, so that's a great collection to look out for on the secondary market. I think there's a lot of value there. That's a great, a great entry point for a black and white Batman set mm-hmm. that looks fantastic and has a really cool just feel to it that's going to be desirable down the road. Right, and also to mention the Uncommon, right, being one of the original...
1: Um, screenshots of the app right you had him kind of sliding down levitating uh, above the phone right as this augmented reality collectible and i think one thing to note that we'll dive into um on a future episode is some of the accessories right so the actual statue has a grapple hook right but in this one you just see his I guess it's the gun more or less, but there's no grapple coming out of it. So it'll be interesting to see if VV figures out a way to kind of tie in these accessories or you know ways to swap out um, different appearances with the
0: collectible itself um, moving forward. I think it's cool that you bring that up and we'll just touch upon that quickly before we close. But why did they leave that out? Right,
1: and it, people immediately jumped on it, right? They're like, where is this? It's in the actual... Um, statue itself, but not in the VV version of it. So people noticed it right away. And again, hopefully it's something that they find a way to introduce in the future, right? As some accessory drop or or anything
0: along those lines. And if you think about it, right, they know what they're doing when they're coming, when they're producing these, these products, these collectibles with their team, their production team, they're paying attention to these details. There's some errors, right? Superman's leg isn't attached. the foot, yeah. Moon Knight's hole in the foot. Um, shout out to Hello K for always bringing up the Superman, the Superman leg. But they're intentional, and they're they're very attentive to detail. And they left that out. They knew it was in the statue. Why did they do it? In my opinion, we're gonna see a bright future of some future um, assets that you can actually gain in VV. In addition to the collectibles themselves, and with that, we're going to end this episode. We're going to move into um, next week another episode, and we're going to talk all about the the future of VV and what could come down the road. Jack, you want to close us out? Yeah, looking forward to some more of that right speculation.
1: Just some. We've done some research behind it, right? But just some bigger ideas, trying to you know think outside the box as to where we think things are headed. But um, yeah, you know, again, it's a great time to be in the app. It's a great time to be in the community. Um, you know, thankful for the team and the individuals we've met along the way here that we continue to um, discuss these topics with within Twitter. So, if you like today's episode, definitely subscribe, throw us a like, and look for us on Twitter as well. We
0: we always have Twitter Spaces going, and would love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Thank you so much for being with us today. We can't wait for the next one, and we can't wait to see you on Twitter. Go and follow us, like us, subscribe, um, and we're going to do a lot more of this stuff. So take care, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast. We'll see you next week.